intrepid leaders and welcome to this special bonus episode of the Scholar Spotlight Sessions. Today we're going to be talking to Gemma Stacey all about new and exciting champion roles with Florence Nightingale Foundation. Hello Gemma and here we are again uh, but this time we want to talk about our um, the Florence Nightingale Foundation champion roles. So it's really lovely to have you here with me today and how are you doing today? Really well, thanks, Becky, and thank you for the opportunity to talk more and celebrate this great initiative from FNF. I know it's. I am so excited. I don't know if you can tell, um, but yeah, I am hugely excited um, to to spread the word. I feel like I'm becoming a bit of an FNF uh, evangelist how evangelist i knew i'd get that word wrong i looked that word up this morning and make sure it was in the right context and i knew the minute i tried to say it i would get it wrong but never mind you know all the best things happen on on uh radio or podcasts as they say so yes i'm really really excited um so let, let's get started why don't you um tell our listeners what um the whole fnf champion is it a, is it a, what do you call it a program or a it's a role, really. A role. There you go. Yeah, yeah, it's a role within the organisation. So the, the idea of the alumni champions is that it's an opportunity open to anyone that's been through our programmes uh, or scholarships. And our initial driver was really to raise awareness of FNF opportunities yeah. across the whole of the UK. So we do get more applications from certain parts of England and um, and less from the other UK countries. So that was the initial motivation really was about how can we use that network of alumni who have already been through the experience to really encourage others to, to put themselves forward and really raise the profile in areas where we weren't known as well. So interestingly, uh, what happened when we, we, we dove into this yeah. was actually people came to the fore who were obviously already working as FNF champions, alumni champions in their regions, in their own organisations and doing exactly what we were hoping that this role would achieve. So in many ways, what it's been about is finding those people and giving them an official title associated with the foundation and, and really thanking them for everything that they do to support the foundation. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, just that, you know, this is a bonus episode and we will be putting it out actually on uh, on the day of the first inaugural meeting of the champions. And, um, you know, in the interest of um, openness, I must say that I am lucky enough to be one of those champions and I am so, so excited. Um, So I apologise now to whoever's cheering that meeting. during that meeting today I guess it would be when this goes out but um yeah I mean it so it's interesting you talk about the application and you put it out there because it what there was a competitive process wasn't there so it was as you said you put out this call for applications so you've touched on it a little bit what what were you looking for in general because I I guess you know as you said people were already out there doing this sort of thing but what what is what is it that they were doing that you were looking for Yeah, so I think there's something, and you've mentioned it before, Becky, around um, not only being aware of the FNF opportunities, but having somebody that encourages you to take that leap of faith and find that courage and prioritise that time to put an application in and also to to present themselves in the best possible way so they, they have a great chance of being successful. 
So there is something about finding people in your own regions who you think would really benefit from the the leadership development opportunities and then giving them that encouragement and that nudge that they may need to to take that step forward. Yeah. There's something as well, um, Becky, that we identified in certain regions of the UK. Some of our alumni were finding other alumni and bringing them together in sort of small communities of practice. Yes, yeah. And, and the power of those uh, pr- those communities of practice in terms of the ripple effect it was having in that organisation, the, the volume of applications that were being generated as a result of that, and then the ongoing peer support that was being mm. offered to the those individuals it just felt like this shouldn't be happening by accident if we can find champions that would have the motivation to seek out those people and, and make those connections and, and create those communities of practice in those areas that we, we should we should provide a structure in it and a, and a way of doing that yeah and I guess that the other area is really about the values of, of FNF um, and anyone that's been through a program and through our selection process will know that right at the heart is this is a very unique and individualized journey that people go on. But it's quite difficult to describe that in our marketing materials and our website. Yeah, it's, I bet. Yeah. 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 It's hard to kind of capture what it is about those um about that experience that would then encourage people either to want to commission programs and scholarships or or again apply so what we hoped was that the champions would be like our um our case studies really are you know the most powerful marketing materials we can have is those that understand and have experienced uh, that that uh, journey for themselves so yeah. that's the other part of it is really about that promotional um speaking widely shouting about yeah. the impact fnf's had on them being an see, see if i can get this right again so being evan no evangelist i'm gonna get i'm gonna get that word right at some point <laughs> if i use it often enough i get it right it's interesting because funny enough i was talking to somebody yesterday and it's become a bit of a kind of like did you know I'm doing an FNF scholarship no Becky we didn't know you were doing an FNF scholarship <laughs> because it's almost like I have to stop myself but I don't stop myself but I'm very aware that a lot of what I talk about especially when I'm talking to fellow nursing colleagues is like have you considered doing an F you know have you considered doing a scholarship there's all different types of scholarships um you know it's not just like I'm an emerging leader but I know you offer other um, scholarship opportunities as well. And and more broadly, as I've got to know more of the, about the organisation, and so I, I, you know, I'm a huge twit, tw- Twitterer, tweet, Twitter, um, and or twit. Some people might say I'm a twit, but <laughs> the, I'm a huge Twitterer, twit, Twitter. I'm really struggling with my words today. And um, so I follow you guys in terms of your tweeting and everything. And obviously, I've, I've, you know, looking at your your website and some of those promotional materials that you talk about. And there's so much more to FNF than just the FNF scholarships, aren't there? Um, But the whole champion role is um, hugely exciting. And I think it's really nice way to recognise those people that are already, as you said, because I'm aware of some of the people that you're talking about, I guess, in terms of some of the great work that they've been doing and bringing those communities of practice together. Um, And one of the things, obviously, I'm a Camrais, I'm a a Camra, so I'm from Wales, 
all those other things. And I am so excited to look at how I can work with fellow um, Welsh FNF um, alumni and create, you know, an FNF Cymru that links in and connects with the the rest of the nation, you know, with the rest of the the four nations and more globally, because I know that's something that you're that you're kind of working on in the minute as well. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, that's the the power of that collective professional voice, isn't it? And mm. we can we can think that the impact of the FNF programs and scholarships is 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 significant whilst people are on the programs, and they do describe them as transformational, life changing in terms of their personal and professional sense of self. But it's about that longer term impact and dis- demonstrating that, and that is only really achieved by those continuous networks and. And relationships. Yeah. What, what about for you, Becky? What was your motivation personally to put yourself forward? Because, well, just I don't know. It, there's so I've had these conversations with quite a few people now. Not not just um, you know Florence scholars, but just more broadly around. Because I really am quite fascinated to try and understand what it is about being a Florence scholar because it, you are absolutely right I'm sure it is a struggle for you to pull together some kind of promotional materials and things because there will be discrete experiences for each of the scholars that make it so powerful and transformative and but I think there are some commonalities aren't there which I'm sure that you're aware of everybody talks about RADA for example as being kind of transformational and whatever. But it, it fascinates me because from the moment I found out that I was going to be a scholar, so one of the reasons I wanted to become a scholar was because I was struggling with my confidence and, and you know, my courage and, and a bit of imposter syndrome in there as well, probably. Um, and I saw the transformative effect of a scholarship on a colleague and friend of mine. And all, and all of a sudden I just thought, you know what, I want, I want that. You know, I want that, and I, and and I know we talked offline before we started recording around this kind of perception around F and F, and I hope this doesn't offend anybody that works in F and F. But I, and this is my perception, so I'll own it as my perception. I always said, you know, I I'm, I'm not a you know a, a twin suit and pearls kind of girl, and I'm sh- <laughs> but that couldn't be further from the truth. I'm going to put that out there. You know, I know that that is just obviously maybe something. I don't know where that came from, but it's my perception maybe. And that's probably a lot more about me than it is about anybody else in terms of, you know, I see myself as being very different. You know, I'm, I'm you know, I'm wearing a Nintendo t-shirt at the moment. I'm not, I'm very, I, 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 you know, I am very different. So that kind of, that image was obviously something that was uh, hugely, but um, I have just, I just love it and I want other people to experience it I guess that's the only reason that there's lots of reasons but my main reason for wanting I want I'm passionate about being Welsh I'm passionate about being a uh, scholar so why not bring the two things together and be an you know FNF Cymru I'm going to keep you know putting that out there FNF Cymru I've already been uh uh playing around a little bit created a bit of a logo that we could use in 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 Wales maybe and I, I'm very very um cognizant as well though that I don't want to like don't want to end up kind of separating off you know mm. F and F Wales and I'm sure that wouldn't happen so it is important that it's but it is about kind of growing that community of practice in Wales um because there are some amazing nurses in Wales and I don't think we always recognize how strong we can be as a collective voice um so yeah I guess 
yeah, probably at, at its most fundamental, the reason is bringing the two two of the things that I'm proudest of, and one is being an F and F scholar, and one is being Welsh, and so bringing those two things together, um, and being able to demonstrate and hopefully you know grow a community practice in of, of nurses in Wales, where we just become a, a strong collective voice that's able to really influence care not just in the silos of our organization but more more broadly so yeah I think yeah that's probably why I decided to do it there's so much potential there isn't there I think um one of our hopes in the future is that those communities of practice potentially will join with others Mm. across the UK and there may be some joint endeavors and and particularly thinking about of the social responsibility of, of FNF. So we often think about that direct impact that we're maybe having in our local environments or uh, regionally or even nationally, depending on what roles. But what impact do we have on wider society when mm. we've had the privilege of, of having these kinds of insights and learning these uh, important lessons about what shaped us as, as individuals and, mm. and in terms of leaders? And we get lots of phenomenal individuals come through the FNF programs that are doing things that blow your mind in terms of the difference that they're making to the wider world mm. and we'd love to foster that even further as well you know really to generate because nurses and midwives do some absolutely mind-blowingly phenomenal things don't, don't they, they? Just, yeah when, absolutely. when we put our resources together and uh, the way that we approach the world that we work in and apply that to the wider world you know there's there's some major contributions that we can make and I, I wonder what kind of an FNF champion environmental sustainability project might look like in the future something like that Ooh, yeah no that well yeah absolutely and I think you know there is something as well isn't it you talk about sustainability and it's it's things like you know um kind of uh, you know some of the stuff might might put people off is you know um having to travel maybe you know into england or or whatever but i mean you know but yeah some of the sustainability stuff that would be really interesting because that is um sustainable qi is something that's recently kind of growing as well in terms of that growing interest um and i know we've got a you know we have a, a strategy in wales for sustainable qi and and all that sort of stuff so yeah it, there's i mean i think I think the, the what some of the biggest um, impact for me in terms of Florence has been that um, that increasing courage that allows me and encourages me and nurtures me to be the disruptor that I know that I am. And when I say disruptor, I think I don't know if that's a, a great term is it necessarily to use, but it is a term that people use, and it is just about not accepting the status quo, not accepting the default, being remaining curious, asking those questions. How can we do this differently? How can we do this better so that it's better for our patients and it's better for our workforce? Those are the two key things. They're always at the forefront of anything that I do. Because the staff are equally as important as patients, dare I say it. If we've got well-cared-for staff, staff who are developed, staff who feel valued and the, a sense of of belonging. I'm re- as you know, I'm a bit of a bookworm and I've been uh, reading a book called The Culture Code by Daniel Coyle. And there's a, a part in there, and I'm an awful um, uh, sometimes at remembering who who it was it wasn't Daniel Coyle himself that was talking about this but talked about it as a green as a greenhouse and as leaders often we um, try to be plants that are the 
people aspire to be like. But actually what we should be doing is we should be the architect of that greenhouse. So we should be growing those those plants and not necessarily in the same way as us. Yes. Because it's good to have difference. It's good to, to learn from people who are, who um, might be brighter than us, cleverer than us. That's a good thing. I can learn from clever people. Yes. You know, they can yes. read books for me. I won't have to read them then. But, no, you know, <laughs> there's, there's something about... So I really liked that, you know, be the architect of the greenhouse rather than trying to be the plant that somebody else is aspiring to be like. Um, so, yeah, and I think... I, you know, FNF is a transformative. You've already talked about that. But I think one of the things I'd like to mention is the fact that it's made me fall in love with nursing again. Or, or it's made me find nursing again. I was struggling with it. I think I'd lost it because I'm not in a traditional caring role. Um, and the pandemic put that front and centre of my uh, in my working day um and I struggled with that and so FNF has put me back in touch with our nurse identity which has just been you know it's just been wonderful and we've talked a lot about connections and networks and, and that's something that FNF does really really well um the connections and networks are just something else and I, I think I, I hear that so often Becky around that reconnection with that with the nursing identity and it's almost when we're in the in the kind of thick of the clinical practice environment or or within the demands of our role at whatever level we're at or whatever whatever kind of um, setting we're working in it's quite uh, easy to to lose lose that connection with your your why your motivation to come into nursing originally and what you hoped that your role would would achieve and and it feels like the thinking space that the scholarships and programs offer mm. gives people that opportunity to reconnect with that and refine their motivation mm. and you know we we are frequently told people who were considering a different career path or unsure that they would be able to to withstand a long-term career in nursing and midwifery we we think that completely start to see that they do have mm. choices and different routes that they can go down so that they can maintain that that commitment and, and motivation that brought them into to nursing and midwifery in the in the first place so I, you know if we've got any role to play in contributing to that that workforce crisis that we're we're currently experiencing then that's got to be a real positive and and again I see the FNF alumni champions as as playing a really key part of that because how difficult is it to articulate what you've just described unless you've been through that process and and I think it's only by people sharing those stories that people think actually that's something I really want to either want to invest in and support from a finance perspective or I want to do it myself I want to have that opportunity yeah no I'd agree which I think as nurses as well sometimes that are we we're quite um you know I I think we learn best from experiencing it from others don't we and Mm -hmm. so storytelling I think in nursing and I'm sure storytelling more broadly, but I think, you know, you, you're quite right to capitalising on some of the stories of of um, those who've gone before us, the legacy, our ancestors, if you like, in terms of FNF, to help encourage and grow those who, who, who are still to come, you know. Yes, even, yeah. Even in schools and things, you know, beyond getting people back into nursing, I think, is in getting people to see that nursing, you know, because at the minute I think maybe people see it as, as just not an, a, a, a great place to consider 
moving into from from school as a school leaver or whatever i don't know so yeah there's just huge opportunities isn't there to to um yeah i hadn't appreciated as well i think that maybe i'd lost that connection because i i always you know one of the first things i introduce myself as is a senior i am a nurse it's always it's always there but yeah i think the pandemic and then so fnf came along at the right time for me most most certainly fantastic yeah and the other thing at, and the, at the meeting we're holding today is purposefully got lots of space for discussion and um, an opportunity for the champions to really shape what this role will emerge and 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 develop into so we've obviously got our hopes for what the fnf champions will do but but how they go about it and probably knowing the people who have been selected for the role it will exceed any of those expectations i'm pretty sure so i i mean that's something i'm really excited to hear what those ideas that come forward yeah. and it was so wonderful when people were being notified that they'd been successful it was so wonderful to see the joy and the pride in having that and i can see that you know we've got people that are so committed and engaged and motivated it's going to be it's going to be quite phenomenal i'm sure yeah no i think it i it's hugely exciting and but there's also something as well though even though i know as a as a part of you know undertaking a, a scholarship you become an fnf alumni but this just gives it that little bit you know it's it's like i've got a job to do now i'm gonna do yes. you know i've got this job to do and i'm yeah. I'm gonna do it and i'm gonna do the best that i can with it so it just gives that extra bit as well you know it's like you know, the organization that just keeps on giving it's like you know there's always um there's always that next step but it but it comes from you know as great as everybody in fnf is it comes from those scholars as well doesn't it so my scholar cohort i've just made friends for life I, yeah. I know i have i've made friends for life i get affirmation from them i know i can go to them if i'm struggling um it just really opens and broadens your horizons it's broadened my horizons beyond nhs wales nothing wrong with nhs wales but it's great to understand how healthcare, um you know is delivered and how it works in in england in scotland in so yeah i mean the, the connection is a big kind of buzzword in terms of what fnf does it connects people um it builds it just it's like fairy dust i don't know yes. it's like you've yes. sprinkled some fairy dust or something Absolutely. over people i think that that's always happened quite organically i think before and different groups obviously connect in different ways and I mean, it's a it's a consistent experience that people say that you know, having gone through this journey together, they've made they've made professional and and friendship mm. relationships for, mm. for the rest of their career. I, I guess the champion role is is how do we reach out to those people and connect to those people who haven't necessarily naturally mm. felt part of the community and and draw those people in. Or those people that say, oh, you know, I'm not like Becky or I'm not like some of the other people. Mm. Perhaps FNF isn't for me. Have you got to be a certain type of nurse and midwife to to be part of this? And actually, the message is really clear that it's where it's for everybody. FNF is yeah. for everyone. Every field of practice is yeah. welcome. And, and, you know, we really want to get that message across. Yeah, no, I would agree with you completely. And have, and having been somebody who who probably had that internal dialogue themselves, as I've said um, before, I ever I just 
you know, I've done it now, but it's almost like it's one of those things like, why didn't I do it years ago? You know, it's like, why didn't I do it ages ago? But there's also something quite serendipitous about it for me, I think, in that, um, cool, that's a big word. I got, it, I got that one out, all right. Um, <laughs> so there is something quite serendipitous about it, though, because it came it absolutely when, and when I needed it. And, and you know, believe what you will, but it, it, that's almost like it was, a, I, I ha- you have to be ready, I think, almost to go on that journey don't you because it is a journey and you only get out of it what you put into it because as wonderful as you all are in f and f um you know nobody's really got that magic wand that can say you are you're courageous again now or here you are you can do this or you can do that and you you really need to be kind of you know turn that spotlight on yourself don't you so that introspective kind of like okay so what's driving my lack of confidence what's driving this imposter syndrome that I'm experiencing you know these are some key things that have been spoken about so um yeah you've got to you've got to be willing to be vulnerable and 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 kind of turn that spotlight on yourself to really understand what drives you so that you can emerge the other side as a stronger leader and, and and so I came into it because I wanted to be more courageous I feel that that is happening with me but that's not because um, you've just gone, you know, I, I, I now kind of knight Becky's being more courageous. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it's because, you know, I've come into this openly and embraced it and and taken from it, um, you know, what's what's helped me the most. And and there will be commonalities, but there will be different experiences that will will impact more so on others. Uh, Gemma, I can speak to you um, forever, as um, I'm sure you're probably already awake. Uh, but just to round off, I think before we w- before we um, uh, stop our little chat this morning uh, today, it's just in five years' time. And, and this is always a tricky question, and I don't really know why I'm asking this because people say to me, "In five years' time, where do you see yourself?" And I say, "I have no idea," because I'm a bit of a pathless path kind of person, and you know, I wander along, and I think that looks like an interesting way to go so I'll go that way so I've never been one of those people who could say in five years time I know I want to be in this place but in five years time when you look back what will the success of this champion role look like what would you hope to see in five years time as a result of 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 setting all of this up I guess there's some some sort of hard measures of how successful this has been I would love to see equality of access across the whole of the UK and as you said before potentially in other countries across the world as well so I'd love to have a a funding model that was sustainable that would allow that and then the applicants the volume of applicants Mm. that across the whole of the UK that would enable us to um, to fulfil those places. So I think there's some kind of hard measures that, you know, the awareness is there and people are seeing FNF as a as a go-to place for their for their leadership development. But there are other things that I don't want to predict, I think. I think really be very open to the direction that the FNF alumni champions take this role. And as you said before, be be willing to go down some routes that we haven't thought of, you know, that perhaps will take a bit of courage as an organisation because perhaps we've never gone into that space mm-hmm. previously. Mm-hmm. Um, but be really 
guided by this wonderful group of people that have made this commitment to the organisation to support us in our, our development and, and taking that forward. So I think that, that there's some aspects of it that I want to be completely open-minded mm. as to as to where it goes. Um, and once we've ticked that box around equality of access across the UK and I see that we are inundated by applications from Wales and Northern Ireland and Scotland in the same way that we are from some of the regions in England, I'll think, you know, that's that's a job well done. Our champions have, have done us proud. No pressure then. <laughs> no pressure I, I could take out a loan now and start paying people off say got to apply for no I'm only joking um, I mean Gemma that's wonderful isn't it because it is it is uncharted territory I guess in some respects for you isn't it so it's great that you you're you're open to whichever direction this this kind of goes and there there's bound to be some key things that you want to see as you say like an increase in those applications would be wonderful wouldn't it um um Gemma, it's always a delight to chat with you. You are a true role model in terms of being an authentic leader and a role model. Um, And I'm really grateful for your time today because I know you're super busy. Um, But I just wondered if there are any kind of parting words you'd like to share with our listeners before we round up today's episode. Well, just to say if people are interested in becoming champions, so those of you out there in the FNF alumni network that perhaps didn't think about this as an opportunity for you, we will reopen for applications. So we'll be building that network. So please do consider taking on on the role and and just keep an eye out for, for all the things that, that our champions are doing. And if you don't feel able to commit to that role, how you can get involved in some of the um, the communities of practice as they emerge. Perfect. What a great way to end the episode. And we can put some links, I'll put some links in the show notes to your webpage and to your Twitter and, and all that sort of thing so people can, can start following um, the journey. So as always, thank you so much. That's thank all you. right. Thank you so much. I hope you have a great rest of the day. Um, and again, thank you so much for your time, Gemma. I really appreciate it. It's a pleasure. Thanks so much thanks for listening to the leadership blog where we're navigating everyday leadership this is a non-affiliated podcast and any views thoughts and opinions expressed by the hosts or guests belong solely to them and not necessary to their employer organization committee or other group or individual